Hey, hey, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Bibi, and I talk about everything that has to do with our faith in Christ, Jesus, and all that good stuff. So, I know I didn't record any podcast last week, and I'm very, very sorry. You guys have to forgive me. I was in the process of moving apartments, and it was a very hectic day for me. I started in the morning. Moving stuff from my old apartment to the new one, and it kind of snowed earlier in the week. Also, I had the bridal shower to go to that day, so I woke up as early as five, packed my stuff, started the moving process. We had like a couple of trips, and also because I didn't have a bed or a mattress, my previous apartment was furnished, so I also had to go to like the store to pick one up. So it was just a lot. Then I had to go down to another city entirely. It was like a 45 minutes drive. I had to go down to um Brampton. I live in North York, it's like Toronto. I had to go to Brampton for the bridal shower. So that day, I didn't get home until like what midnight. And when I got home, my flatmate was like, Oh, we forgot something in the people, the people that helped us move. We forgot something in their truck. I was like, oh my God. And she doesn't have a car. So we had to drive all the way to the person's house to pick up the stuff we forgot. And guess what? When we got there, what did we forget was the fire stick. So I was just like, oh my God. So I didn't get into bed until like midnight. Then Sunday came, normal church, everything. I was so exhausted after the long weekend. Like my old body was just paining me. So my apologies. I hope I'm forgiven. Yes. So today we're going to be talking about something pretty cool. And it's called um, Love Covers a Multitude of Sins. And it's one of the things that is in the Bible. I think it's one... But at first Peter four verse eight that says above all things, um, have intense and unfailing love for one another, for love covers a multitude of sins, forgives, disregards the offenses of others. So that's the amplified classic edition I just read now. And I'm really happy because I think in the month of February we did quite a great job on covering the topic of love so we started by talking about oh love is not a choice because you can change your mind we're human beings we can change our mind in the snap of a finger and we also talked about how love is not a feeling because feelings are like so fickle they're so untrustworthy why would i put my trust in my feelings like no even the word of god tells us that feelings are very deceitful so we are led by the spirit of god and we finally talked about love being our nature as believers because we're born of god and god god is love the definition of god is love love for humanity because he gave his son to die right so the fact that we're born of god and god is love that means that we're love we're love personified if a woman gives birth to a child the child is going to be a human being because it was given back to by human being if a dog gives birth to a child it's going to give birth to a dog so god gave back to us through the process of when we believed in jesus and now we have his very own nature and we're very capable of being loved beings even though people try us sometimes it's just who we become in christ and we keep working and exhibiting rather not exhibiting but expressing that's the word i was looking for expressing this person that we've become in christ we also talked about um is god's love truly enough for us because we talked about our misconceptions sometimes about 
oh maybe god loves my pastor more god loves this person more because their life is just so easy oh they got a car at 25 they got married at these blah 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 their life is just so easy and you you're here you're still praying to god god please increase this my salary god do this god i need a man god i need a wife god i need a job like and you feel as though there's a void you feel like god doesn't love you because he hasn't done all the things you're asking him for but i really like that post because it directed us back to the cross the greatest definition of god's love is the cross if it's it cannot be material things we cannot judge god's love by material things never god's love is not materialistic the greatest show of his love is the cross and that's where we always 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 have to go back to no matter what and lastly i think last week on the blog i'm sorry because i didn't do a podcast we talked about love being the opposite of fear and hatred is a fruit of fear because normally be like oh what's the opposite of love we all say hate because it kind of makes sense but when we dive deep into it and see what scriptures had to say about this topic you see all the time that fear but our love was just a just <laughs> just a post sorry i don't know if that's what just a post oh my god my english is failing me right now um other times it was just a post forgive me just manage the pronunciation english is not my first language it was um put right next to someone to show what it means you will see that it was love that was compared to fear let's start second timothy 1 7 it says for god has not given us the spirit of fear Mm -hmm. but of power and of love and of a sound mind so if hatred was the opposite of love it would have been for god has not given us the spirit of hate but yeah the bible says the lord has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of sound mind and also um I've forgotten the other one that compared fed with love. Oof, that's not coming to my mind right now. Oh, 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 I think I remember. I think it's first first John first John 4:18. Yes, first John 4:18 that says there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. So if hatred was the opposite of love it would have been there is no hate in love right but perfect love drives out hate because hate has to do with punishment the one who hates is not made perfect in love but yeah sorry i'm diving into last week's topic i wish i did a, like a podcast on that one but would have to we have to move on to the next to the next topic so you can definitely check out my blog it's www.bblamore04.com and the topic is the opposite of love is fear not hate so if you want to learn more about that it's, it's such a beautiful 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 thing because sometimes we feel as if when we think about things like oh racism we'll be like oh um these people hate those people and i'm like no they don't hate i think it's more of a thing of fear it's just fear that's been ingrained from one generation to another i'm not trying to go all political on you right now but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. I'm just keeping it 100 right now. So yeah, so today we're going to be talking about love covering a multitude of sin. And um, I already read First Peter 4 verse 8 to us. And it's a very popular scripture because sometimes you might be 
hurt about something maybe someone did something to you and you're talking to like a godly friend and like ah oh, forget let it go let it go love covers a multitude of sin and sometimes you may be feeling like oh, does it mean that i'm not made perfect in love yet is this one is that why i'm feeling hurt about this situation and i want to say no it's not your it doesn't mean that you've not been perfected in love yet it just means you're a human being that has feelings and can get heartbroken by someone hurt by someone especially someone you love or someone you value very much and so i'll just go back to what i've been talking throughout the month of february and it says that love is very spiritual like you can't love the way god loves if you don't have god's spirit living inside of you and thankfully as believers we have god's spirit living inside of us right god's spirit is living inside of us because if you look at ephesians 1 verse 14 ephesians 1 verse 14 it says oh i'm trying to remember what version i remember but i think it says something about um guarantee of our inheritance the redemption of those who are like is it first peter 114 i think i'm mixing it up maybe 15 it could be 15 let me look this up real quick uh, but anyways i'm trying to talk about the verse that says we've been sealed with the gift of the holy spirit so like as believers we have the holy spirit living in us dwelling in us and that's the reason why we can express love to people love is very spiritual forget about the whole hollywood demonstration of love that shows oh wow this person loves someone and i mean i've had people reach out to me and be like oh how come we believers that were made of love we're finding it difficult to love our partners whereas people in the world unbelievers they're doing a better job at loving their partners and i'm like true number one it's not a competition number two we can learn from these people the fact that we're made of love doesn't mean we have like the ideas or like the wisdom to show love to people like if i think i'm working on the post of marriage and over spirit over spiritualization i don't know when i release that because i know a lot of my audience they're single people so i don't know if that would resonate with them but anyways like you can take ideas from these unbelievers and the way they show love and appreciate one another they always want to spend time with each other like they don't take us time for granted and which is something that we can really do as believers it's not every day prayer fasting prayer fasting church service like when last did you sit down with your wife and be like hey babe you look beautiful oh god my baby like we are there's some things we can learn from these unbelievers to show that to show love to our partners and all i'm not saying we should take like the bad stuff and everything but like the ideas where they have the nature just for us to express it and wisdom is good wisdom is the principal thing in expressing these things so yeah um love is very spiritual because we have the spirit of god we can express it effortlessly without relying on our canal abilities so that's the love that's the hack honestly are you learning to are you trying to learn how to love people more tap into the spirit of god that lives inside you love the holy spirit holy spirit i'm struggling to love this person right now please help me and everything and the truth of the matter is like because we're christians it doesn't mean we've come into a perfect life and a perfect relationship with everybody we're all different people we don't have different upbringings even the ones that we have the same upbringing with like our siblings we still don't agree eye to eye so offenses will always come offenses will come in our relationship with our spouses and our partners offenses will come in our relationship with our colleagues at work offenses will come with our department members in church offenses will come with people from anywhere anyhow it's just a normal thing about life because we're all different people and we see things differently we communicate differently we understand differently it's just kind of like someone standing 
on the opposite side of the letter of the number six the person on the left is same six the person on the right is same nine that's just how it is we all see things differently so yeah um there's an expectation i won't lie there's a huge respect expectation on believers to forgive forget let's regard not take things personal and let cover it let love cover it all and i'm like hmm, sometimes it's tough because sometimes people do really bad things to you like people try you people try and try and try you and like sometimes the people that are even trying you they're the people you love the most maybe your sibling your spouse and you're like oh this person is hurting me how can i how can i not let love cover this one because i'm really pained right now and um i want to say your your feelings are valid i'm not going to invalidate your hurt or your pain that someone has caused you it can be your parent your sibling your spouse I, I don't want to invalidate that i'm not a person that likes to invalidate like oh they did it so many years ago i just forget i want to i, I want to validate your hurt that, yeah your your feelings matter your feelings matter but do you know what is more valid than the the feelings the cross the cross is much more valid receiving the love of god into your heart enables you to let go forgive forget i swear for those you old yet hard like we've all had stories that someone said oh i'm just going to keep malice with this my husband because he did something that really really hurt me and when they woke up in the morning the husband had passed and now there's no way she can forgive herself because she loves him but because he did something to her, she was like, I'm going to hold on to this. I'm not going to forgive. I'm just going to keep my list. The person died and, we never, and she never got a chance to say, I love you. So yeah, let's let's pick our battles honestly. So I have to consistently re- receive the love of God into our heart every day. Like when you wake up in the morning, Lord, I receive your love today. I receive your love today. Stop asking because God has made it available already. Stop asking God, like, God, give me your love. No, you just say you've received because there's an overabundant flow of his love just out there. Just keep receiving on, receiving his love every day. Say, so letting go of pain and hurt is very good for your spiritual good and enlarges your capacity to love, to love more. So if someone does something to pain you, you forgive, you forget, you let go. It's not going to, because sometimes when you're keeping malice with someone, you just find it difficult to like read the Bible or pray. Because like your spirit isn't at peace. But once you say, I forgive and I let go, and you truly, genuinely forgive and let go in your heart, it makes it easier for you to fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You get me? So one time I was listening to a sermon and my pastor, Dr. Phil Ransombello said, malice keeping is a fruit of a baby christian and i got to th- i started thinking about it it's true i personally don't keep malice because i my i don't have liver like i'm not strong enough to do that i feel like each time i have a misunderstanding with my husband or something and there's a temptation for me to keep malice i'm just like ah uh-uh, this isn't for me baby girl you know you know it's not for you at all so just keep it moving forgive forget express yourself and go because there's a temptation i mean sometimes malice keeping is sweet i guess some people say oh it's not you know i don't forgive them i forgive them but i want them to know that what they did really hurt me so i'm not going to talk to them i'm going to do this to pain them and i'm like "Uh uh-uh it's true so malice keeping can actually be a fruit of a baby christian because when you come into revelation and understanding of everything christ has done for you and how much he loved you and he gave his life for you even when you were dead in sin even when you didn't care about him Malice skipping would not even be on your radar. So I just wanted to put that out there. But 
now that I've spoken about forgiving and letting go, I want to talk about something that we might we often don't talk about. Is that because we're saying love covers a multitude of sin, it can drive us into it can drive us insane because I feel like, oh, since love covers a multitude of sin, if someone does something to hurt me, I don't have to talk to them about it. I'm just going to forgive and forget. But let me tell you something. The more you store all the hurt and like the pain you feel inside of you, one day it's going to bust out and it's going to be very, very catatonic. I think that's the word. Like it's going to be like destructive. It's going to be really, really bad. Because if someone keeps doing something over and over to you and you're just thinking, I'm going to forgive and forget, love covers a multitude of sins, blah, blah, blah. And you don't want to talk to them about it. That's not good. That's unhealthy for your mental health, for your emotional health. Don't do that. Please do not do that. I'm begging you. Because resentment will kick in. Can I imagine it like this? Husband and wife, you're living somewhere. Husband is offending the wife over and over again. She's just mm, swallowing it in. I'm a good submissive wife. I don't want to cause fight. I'm submissive. I'm a Christian. I'm forgiving and forgetting. It keeps piling up. Can you imagine it like a like a carpet? It keeps piling up. Keeps piling up. Keeps piling up. Until one day, somebody will trip on that carpet. On that big box that's been piled up. Somebody will trip on it and you're like, whoa. So you've been keeping this in you all this while so it's okay for you to address a situation in a healthy non-confrontational manner in love so constant offenses and wrongdoings they don't they're not a good environment for a relationship to thrive even within your co your co-worker keeps doing something to you and you're like i'm just gonna forgive and forget forgive and forget forget it's not good because like you're gonna find yourself resenting the person and you never want to get to that place where you resent someone even though, quote and unquote, you've forgiven and forgotten. Like, no, it doesn't work that way. So there's always a way to call the person and like have a discussion. In love, don't be defensive. Don't be angry. Be calm-headed. Call them and say, hi, you did X, Y, Z to me. This is how it made me feel. This is how I felt. This is what it did to me. And it really pained me. And I'm just letting you know that I've chosen to forgive and forget. But I just wanted to let you know so I don't keep resentment towards you. And the person's like, oh my God, I'm really sorry I did this to you. I didn't even know. Sometimes they might even they might not even know. Funny enough, when my husband does something to me and I decide to, <laughs> to keep it to myself, which is less than 24 hours because I do not keep it to myself. Because the, the I think the max I've ever gone keeping something my husband did to me to myself was one hour and that one hour i didn't have peace i didn't have peace about it i was just like just not at rest i could never focus at work until i opened up say babe you did this and he was like uh-uh. i didn't even know why didn't you say anything i didn't even know i'd, I'd hurt your feelings and i'm like ah. so i should have just said this thing since see me keeping malice with somebody that didn't even know they had offended me so sometimes we have to have these discussions because sometimes people genuinely don't know that they've done something wrong with you. And it also depends on the kind of relationship you have the person. Sometimes like someone does something really bad to me and I'm just like, you know what, I'm going to let go. I'm not going to resent them or anything. I know they didn't mean bad. I know they didn't mean anything evil. I'm just going to let go on some. But there are some that you know that you're not at peace. You can call them in love and say, you did this. You really pained me. Oh, you really, really pained me. And give them an opportunity to apologize. And even if they don't apologize, just hold their hands and say, I forgive you. I forgive you. Give them a big hug and say, I love you. That would that would bring them that would bring them to their senses. I say, like, wow, 
I offended this person. I'm not willing to humble myself and apologize. But they still forgive me and they're still telling me they love me. Wow, that's powerful. You don't know the kind of seed you would have sown in that person's heart that day. So one of my favorite verses for this thing about confessing and talking to one another about your pain is james chapter 5 verse 16 and i'm going to be reading from the amplified version it says confess to one another therefore your fault your slips your false steps your offenses your sins and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart because trust me when someone hurts you you're not in your normal senses you're not in your normal place you're not so confessing and talking like explaining yourself like this is what you did to me it actually helps you a lot and if possible you can pray about it like oh you did this to me and blah blah after you apologize pray about it it's nothing wrong say a prayer say a quick prayer about it you can even pray together with the person all their ends and pray that god should strengthen your relationship so yeah don't say true love is the reason why you're going to keep holding things, holding things, you know, holding things. Because you don't want to wake up one morning and look at the person and all you have for them is disgust. Because that's what happens when you keep things too much to your heart and not express it. Also, another verse I like is Ephesians 4, 15 in Amplified Version. It says, rather, let our lives lovingly express truth. In all things, speaking truly, dealing truly, living truly, enfolded in love, let us grow up in every way and in all things into him who is the head, even Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. So yeah, expressing the truth in all things, speaking truly, dealing truly, living truly, enfolded in love. So this conversation, this confession I'm saying we should do to people should never be void of love. Never ever should it be void of love. It should not come up from a place of anger because that will only worsen things. So yeah, just to come to the end of it, truthfully, we've been called to a higher standard as Christians because Christ is our example. But there's a thin line between accommodating toxic behaviors of people around us thinking they can just hurt us all the time and we're just expected to swallow it because we're Christ-like. No, we can talk about it in love, in a non-confrontational manner because offenses will always come and we have to treat them accordingly and live above them. It shouldn't be like, oh, this is what is defining my day now because someone offended me. It should be like, I want to address this in a loving, unconfrontational manner. And I want to keep it going. I want to keep it going. Because at the end of the day, if you keep saying love covers a multitude of sin, and you find yourself in a resentful and bitter place, you don't want that because those are works of the flesh. They are. Resentment and bitterness. You don't, it doesn't even look good on a Christian. So yeah, and you can always ask the Holy Spirit. There are some things you can let go, like I said previously, without addressing. It's up to you. And always ask the Holy Spirit, what do you think? Let's just apply wisdom in general. So yeah, thank you so much for listening and coming to the end of this podcast. I'm so glad you stayed all throughout this podcast and listened to me. Yeah, I always try to keep every podcast less than 25 minutes because I'm mindful of your precious time. Thank you so much for choosing me and choosing to spend this time with me. I hope you've learned something about love today. I hope you've learned that love covers a multitude of sin. But there's a loving and non-confrontational way to address pain, hurt, slip-ups that people cause you. 
May God continue to give you the strength and the power to live and walk in love, to talk to people in love, to stay in love, to express your hurt, your feelings, your pain in love, to live in love, to speak in love because we're made by God. We're born of God. Therefore, love is our nature. We will choose to express love unconditionally even when the situations are difficult in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much for listening to the very end. I appreciate you being here. All right, now have a wonderful week. Bye bye. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends if you think you're blessed by it and your family. Of course, please do so. All right, now bye.